At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote what does every grocery store aisle now have in common Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Seidenberg on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And get in on the Bellator 268 action for free with the Bellator MMA Prediction Challenge. Answer questions about how you think it'll all go down on October 16th for your shot at up to $5,000. Hit the DraftKings.com slash Showtime now to make your predictions before the fights begin. Who will be one step closer to claiming the light heavyweight throne? Don't miss the light heavyweight World Grand Prix semifinals on Saturday, October 16th, live on Showtime. Terms and conditions apply, and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Scott Seidenberg here with you, the look ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Great conversation last hour with Chris Landry from LandryFootball.com. We left off talking about the Florida LSU game, and... The more that I dive into this, the more I am convinced that Florida is the play, and it will be an official play for me. 11.5 is the spread between Florida and LSU, and it should be higher. When you look at this matchup between these two teams, it's obvious that they're headed in different directions. LSU, as Landry said, is one foot out the door. And it's not just that they're banged up defensively. It's that the players that are injured are choosing not to come back. They are done for the season. Derek Stingley already out. Eli Ricks now done with the injury. Ali Gaze out with the injury. Three key defensive starters. One defensive end and your two-star cornerbacks are now done for the season. On offense, wide receiver Kayshawn Butte is their best contributor. Nine receiving touchdowns this year. 
He is now gone. So you have an LSU team that offensively is doing a terrible job of running the football. Tyrion Davis-Price is their leading rusher. He is only at 287 yards on the season. Okay? LSU has played, what, six games? And you're less than 300 yards on the season? So they're doing a terrible job of running the football. Uh, and on and far as far as their passing uh, offense is concerned, their leading receiver, 38 catches, 509 yards, and nine touchdowns, and Keyshawn and uh, Keyshawn Butte is now out for the season. That leaves Jack Beck as their top wide receiver. He's got 22 catches for 272 yards and one touchdown. So you lose your most important offensive contributor. You lose three defensive contributors. Like, let's look at the total tackles on the team, right? And Ali Gay's was, Ali Gay was one, two, three, four, was sixth on the team with 19 tackles, but he had two and a half sacks. By far, two and a half sacks was right up there with, um, you know, the fourth on the team. Interceptions. Eli Ricks had one interception, and that's it. Major Burns and Cordell Flott are the only other guys that have interceptions on the team. Derek Stingley, uh, he's out. He recovered. He forced one fumble on the season. So you lose your two starting cornerbacks. You lose your starting defensive end. You lose your best position player on offense. And now you welcome in a Florida team that's rolling offensively. A Florida team that, yes, lost to Kentucky, but bounced back with a 42-0 win over Vanderbilt. And they have something to prove for themselves. They want to make sure that they rise up the standings in that conference and finish up with the third place, maybe even second. Oh, it'll be third place rankings in the SEC East. Because uh, right now, Tennessee's 2-1, and one, but Florida beat Tennessee, so they have the tiebreaker over them. So as long as they just keep winning, they'll be able to, uh, to, to surpass them. They already lost to Kentucky, so they lose that tiebreaker, and they uh, lost to Georgia. So, or they lost to Alabama. They um, don't play, oh, they play Georgia coming up uh, next. No, I don't think this is a look-ahead spot to Georgia. I think this is a spot where you got to win going into that Georgia game to feel good about yourselves. That's the world's largest outdoor cocktail party in Jacksonville. You got to handle your business. You cannot lose this game to LSU. This would be a disastrous loss for Dan Mullen and for Florida if they lose to this LSU program. As banged up as LSU is, as, as everyone is one foot out the door, Ed Orgeron is gone, and everyone knows it. Florida needs to win this game. There's just too much at stake here. There's too much. Uh, they are, they're too, they're in a much better position than LSU, and you got to win the games that you're expected to win. And this is a game that uh, that Dan Mullen and company need to have because Edo's voice is falling on deaf ears. The players just aren't responding. LSU's been bad, and it's going to get worse. And as Chris mentioned, and I think it's a very important factor, there's no home field advantage here. There's no atmosphere here. This will be an 11 a.m. kickoff. 
Central Time in Baton Rouge. 11 a.m. That stadium is going to be empty on Saturday morning. You have a 3-3 and football team where the coach is getting fired and your best players are done for the season. I don't think that there's going to be a lot of Tiger fans that are going to come out and be uh, cheering in that stadium for them to uh, come away with the victory here over Florida. So I'll lay the points on the road, 11 and a half, and I think Florida wins by two touchdowns, maybe more. I don't think this is going to be a close game. I think Florida's going to roll over LSU on Saturday. So I'm making that an official play for me. So I got three official plays. You guys can check them out, vcin.com, the uh, the Best Bets uh, article. You got to make sure that you are um, getting that each and every week. We got Syracuse coming up on Friday night, uh, Kentucky and LN Florida on Saturday. I was thinking about some other ones because I do like a lot of games here on this board. That's always a dangerous thing when you like multiple games. But on Saturday, uh, I do like, and I talked about it a little bit with Chris here, Texas to bounce back uh, in a big spot against Oklahoma State. You know, with that loss to Oklahoma, there's clearly a a sour taste in the mouths of this Texas team. And there's a lot of, you know, a, there's there's just an anger. There's a frustration. And sure, some would say, well, here's now the letdown spot coming off the emotional loss. How do you lose that game to Oklahoma? And, and to pick yourself up off the deck is just going to be too difficult. And Texas now is going to lose to a very good Oklahoma State team that's ranked 12th. And how could a team that's ranked 25th be a four-point favorite over the 12th-ranked team in the country? Well, I'll tell you how. They're better than them. But this is the situation. I look at the loss last week to Oklahoma, and I think it's going to have the reverse effect for Texas. What I think is going to happen is Texas is now going to rally around that loss. They're going to see the opportunity that that is laid out in front of them, which is win the rest of their games and set up the rematch. If Texas wins out, they will set up the rematch with Oklahoma in the Big 12 title game. And that's where they can get their revenge. Because the best medicine to get over that loss for Texas is to get another opportunity at them. Uh, to Oklahoma. Is to get another opportunity at them. And I bet you a lot of those players are thinking, hey, if we have another chance at them, we're going to beat them next time. And we should have won that game. We're going to beat them next time. So to make sure there is a next time, they have to win out. They are 4-2 and two on the season but they are 2-1 in conference. And Oklahoma State's 2-0, so as long as you beat them, you'll have a tiebreaker over them. You'll play Baylor coming up next week. You'll play Iowa State. You win these football games, and you will finish as the number two ranked team in the Big 12. And you will get the rematch with Oklahoma and have an opportunity to beat them to make your mark now on this season 
and to beat them and win the Big 12 title and spoil Oklahoma's trip to the college football playoff. That's got to be the motivation for Texas, right? To, to have an opportunity to, to, to go out there and, and, and earn a rematch with Oklahoma. So I think that that's what's going to happen. Texas is just a better team. They're more explosive offensively, and they should beat Oklahoma State. They really should. Um, elsewhere in the top 25, or just you know, just looking overall at the schedule, a um, couple of games that did stand out. Pitt against um, Virginia Tech. I talked about Pitt a lot last week with their off week. Um, Kenny Pickett certainly it should be considered a Heisman candidate. And, you know, Pitt now at 4-1 and one and undefeated in the conference, they have averaged 52.4 points and have scored at least 41 points in all five of their games. And Virginia Tech's going to be without linebacker Dax Holyfield, who is their defensive signal caller. He's going to be out the first half because he got called for targeting last week. This is a situation where Pittsburgh has their opportunity to rise up the standings, be the number one team in the Coastal, and get a chance at Wake Forest for that conference title. They'll play them also again. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's a look at here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe will win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get ready for all the action this NBA season with the VSIN basketball betting experts. Grab your copy of the VSIN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now with strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, including Jonathan Von Tobel, provide strategy and advice as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. This digital guide is a must-have, so give yourself a betting edge this season and get your copy now for only $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here with you, The Look Ahead on vcin, the sports betting network. There's news galore in the NFL, and some of the news could actually impact the way that the games are going to be determined. First off, in terms of the COVID list, yeah, it's a thing again. The Chicago Bears have placed running back Damian Williams on the reserve COVID list. And so um, if he is, let's see, if he is asymptomatic and is vaccinated, he'll be able to return once he produces two negative tests 24 hours apart. If he is vaccinated and develops symptoms, he would be able to return once he produces two negative tests 24 hours apart and is asymptomatic for 48 hours. If he is unvaccinated, he would have to quarantine for a minimum of 10 days. Uh, The Bears, already without David Montgomery, who's on injured reserve, uh, they now will have to turn to rookie Khalil Herbert, I guess, um, against the Green Bay Packers. Also dealing with a COVID situation, the Cardinals... The Cardinals already without Chandler Jones, their linebacker, who was placed on the reserve COVID list because of a positive test. And Cliff Kingsbury said that Jones was symptomatic. Well, now there is um, more positive tests. Uh, According to reports, the Cardinals have had three positive tests this week. And I guess one more would be put the team into some intense protocols, meaning more testing for several players and personnel. The positive tests are reported as one player and two members of their staff. Now, uh, Chandler Jones, since he's vaccinated, in order for him to return, he needs to have two negative tests 24 hours apart and be asymptomatic for 48 hours. But Cliff Kingsbury says that he does have symptoms. So, his status certainly up in the air for this game against the Cleveland Browns. Now, speaking of traditional injuries, the Jaguars will be without linebacker Miles Jack, their leading tackler. He's not even going to London with the team because of a back injury that he suffered during their loss to the Titans. He did not practice this week. Jack started all five games this season for the Jags and is their leading tackler. 
Jaguars have lost 20 straight games. 20 straight games. I think we can make it 21 straight games. Uh, Christian McCaffrey did not participate in practice on Thursday. Still don't think he makes uh, his return this weekend. Um, Don't think that's going to happen. A lot of people are optimistic, thinking that McCaffrey would come back here against the Vikings, but um, with him not practicing, it kind of says a lot about his availability for this game. So those are some injuries to kind of keep an, an eye on. Obviously, the COVID situation with the Cardinals and, uh, you know, with Damian Williams of the Bears. Bears now have jumped. It is now five and a half, the spread there. Bears and the Packers. Packers are favored by five and a half. Uh, as far as teaser spots for this weekend's games, the Bucks and Chiefs were my two-team teaser. The Bucks and the Ravens were a teaser that I had from Monday. But I did Bucks and the Chiefs. The Chiefs are down to six and a half, so a teaser would just get them to a half so you can have them win that game. There's no other real teaser spots that you can tease down past the numbers of really seven and uh, three. And you never want to go across zero, so that's not a good uh, mark. I mean, I guess, look, if you want to tease the Packers down from five and a half to get them to really plus a half, it's kind of the same exact thing uh, there. You're just taking them to win the game. So Packers fall into that uh, spot there at five and a half. The Steelers fall into that at five and a half. The Buffalo Bills fall into that at five and a half, just getting them to win their games. Underdogs that you can tease up. The Chargers at two and a half. You get them up to eight and a half. Absolutely love that getting them past three, getting them past seven. Panthers from two and a half to eight and a half is a good move in my opinion as well. And then uh, that's really it. The other ones are, the other games are pretty much uh, set here at lines that are good enough for you, you know, over key numbers like the Bengals and Lions. Bengals are now three and a half. So you got them, you got the Lions past the number. The Bengals, if you like them, not a, not a great number. Same thing for the Browns and the Cardinals. The Browns are now three and a half. Like the Cardinals, well, now you get them at three and a half. Broncos are three and a half over the Raiders. If you like the Raiders, same deal. Patriots and Cowboys, same thing. So the lines are interesting for this week. Uh, If you take a look now at what's going to happen and and line movements that you could expect, uh, well, you got to take a look at the betting splits. And the betting splits, as we mentioned uh, last night, and uh, we continue to mention the overwhelming splits on the Chargers game. It has actually gone down. It was in the high 90s. It's now at 89%. So 85% of the bets and 89% of the handle is on the Chargers, currently at plus 2.5 against the Browns. It was at 3, now it's at 2.5. The Chiefs are 6.5-point favorites over the Washington football team, the Chiefs are attracting 97% of the handle. That is your largest percentage of handle this week. The Bucks were 91% at minus 6.5, and they didn't cover because it went off at 6 is what the final came in at because Nick Sirianni decided to go with the analytics, if you will. And instead of kicking the extra point when he was down 14 to go down 7, he went for 2 to make it a six-point game, and so the Eagles lose by six points. They never got the ball back. So 
they lose by six. The other highest percentages are the Buffalo Bills on Monday night. 91% of the handle is on the Bills at minus five and a half. 81% of the handle is on the Dallas Cowboys at minus three uh, over the Patriots. That's why that thing has jumped to three and a half. 83% of the handle is on the LA Rams at minus 10 over the Giants. Still no word on uh, the Giants' injury situation. Daniel Jones um, apparently took a big step forward and could actually be available for this game. I don't think there's any reason to to push him, you know, to push him to play in this game. If he's your franchise quarterback, uh, you don't you're not going to win this game against the Rams. And I know you never want to think that way in the NFL. Like, why are you going to just concede a game? But come on, you're not going to beat the Rams. You're ten point underdogs at home. You're without Saquon Barkley, without Kenny Galladay, Blake Martinez done for the year. You're just banged up. Uh, why go out there and get your quarterback who is recovering from a concussion, put him up against that defense with Aaron Donald and company? No. just If I were the Giants, uh, if I were Joe Judge, I would sit Daniel Jones and let Mike Lennon take this one. Uh, other large percentage plays here, uh, 87% of the handle is on the Green Bay Packers at minus 5.5 over the Bears. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty much it. 72% of the handle is on the Bengals over the Lions at 3.5. And, and let's take a look now to see um, the difference between bets and tickets. That's the one that really intrigues me. 75% of the bets are on the Arizona Cardinals plus 3.5. But only 53% of the money is on the Cardinals at plus three and a half. 47% of the handle compared to 25% of the tickets is on the Cleveland Browns at minus three and a half. I always look for those, uh, the jumps to see like where it doesn't match up, where there's more tickets and and more handle and and things like that. Uh, As far as your totals are concerned, the highest percentage of money on a total is 81% on the over 47 between the Dolphins and the Jaguars, and 80% on the over 54 between the Bills and the Titans. Your uh, next largest besides that is the under 47.5. Actually, this is the largest. It's the largest under. 47.5 is the number between the Bengals and the Lions. That is attracting 84% of the bets. See, that's an interesting one for me because 53% of the bets, but 84% of the money is on the under 47 and a half in that game. That is a nice jump there from uh, bets to percentage. Coming up next, we're going to talk to our very own Matt Humans, a senior editor here, vcin.com, Point Spread Weekly, host of The Edge here on vcin. We're going to get some of Matt's plays for this weekend and See if we agree or disagree on some games. It's all coming up next as we continue to look ahead here on the Look Ahead on BCB Sports Betting Network. This is the Look Ahead on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Get it on the 
the Bellator 268 action for free with the Bellator MMA Prediction Challenge. Ask your questions about how you think it'll all go down October 16th for your shot at up to $5,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash Showtime now to make your predictions before the fights begin. Who will be one step closer to claiming the light heavyweight throne? Don't miss the light heavyweight World Grand Prix semifinals on Saturday, October 16th, live on Showtime. Terms and conditions apply and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Scott Seidenberg back here with you, The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Joined now by our very own Matt Humans, host of The Edge here on VSIN, senior editor of VSIN.com, point spread weekly. You read all of his stuff there. And now let's start with this uh, Thursday night football game between the Bucks and the Eagles. Were you on the right side with the Eagles plus the points, thanks to Nikki Analytics Sirianni? <laughs> I'm not sure the Eagles were the right side, but that's kind of fun. <laughs> I did have the Eagles plus seven. Uh, took the seven points with the Eagles. That looked like it was a dead dog for most of the game. And uh, uh, you get there at the end because of the two-point conversion, and then the Bucks uh, killed the clock, killed the last two minutes inside the five-yard line. Luckily, the Eagles were out of timeouts. So that's a lucky win. I'm not going to apologize for it. I've had a couple bad losses already, and hopefully those things even out. But just like you, I also played the Bucks on a – Teaser. I got him on the teaser with the Chiefs. I can't see the Chiefs dropping this game to Washington this week. It's a bad Washington defense. So we got half of that teaser in. Yeah, that's my teaser as well. Well, I had two teasers, one with the Ravens on Monday night. So you know, I got very lucky on that to win that one on Monday night. And I'm actually going to make the Chiefs my survivor pick because you're right. Because I, I just can't see them losing that game to Washington as bad as Washington's defense has been. Uh, one of the other games that I really love on this card on Sunday, and I think you're on this as well, the Cleveland Browns against the Arizona Cardinals. Obviously, you have to wait and see what Chandler Jones' status is. If he doesn't play, it's going to be even more of an advantage for the Cleveland Browns. I just think that Cleveland is going to be able to run and run and run against this Cardinals team. Well, hopefully, if uh, that's the case, and uh, hopefully Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunter on the field for the Browns, I think that's I expect that to be the case. Now, I, I laid two and a half with the Browns early in the week, even though I knew the injury report was an ugly situation for Cleveland. You got some bad news here on the Browns side. 17 players on the Wednesday injury report. Nine uh, of those guys did not practice, and that included Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, also Miles Garrett, and two starting offensive linemen. But Kevin Stefanski said none of those players have been ruled out for Sunday. Obviously, you've got some negative news on the Arizona side as well. And uh, I'm not sure how many people realize that Kyler Murray did look like he was banged up. His shoulder, something's wrong with his shoulder at the end of that game last week. And that was one of the reasons I laid the two and a half with the Browns early. But you're right. It's a strength versus weakness matchup. Cleveland has the number one rushing offense in the NFL at 188 yards per game. What's Arizona's weakness? Run defense. <laughs> it's uh, one of the, among the league's worst. I also think that Browns athletic defensive front is uh, built to contain Kyler Murray similar to how the 49ers did last week. So hopefully the injury news is positive for the most part this weekend. I do like the Browns. Give me another play on your NFL card for Sunday. I'm going to play the Patriots, believe it or not. I'm going to do it one more time here. And uh, you know, you, Matt, you're the second person that has mentioned the Patriots to me. So uh-huh. I, I think I, well, I'm obviously I need to be all ears here, but please explain to me why, uh, <laughs> why, because uh, I got the explanation from, from uh, one guest yesterday and now I'd love to hear your reasoning as well. Yeah. The, uh, uh, first of all, you got a coach, coaching mismatch here with uh, Belichick against Mike McCarthy. 
Uh, but Belichick's 0-3 at home. And he's not in this predicament because Mac Jones, the rookie quarterback, has been bad. In fact, I think Mac Jones has been really poised in his five starts. He's been one of the strengths of the team to this point. Hey, reflect two weeks ago, Scott, Mac Jones outplayed Tom Brady in that game in Foxborough. The Bucks were lucky to win that game. I think Belichick's defense has been a bit dis- disappointing here. The offensive line and a running attack have not been what we thought it was going to be. Uh, but I do think the Patriots are going to come together at some point and reel off some wins, and maybe it starts this week. I, I think the Cowboys have been a little bit overhyped. They've had three straight home games. They're 5-0 and against the spread. They're riding high. Uh, the, every, hearing everything about how they might be the best team in the NFC. I, I think Belichick, this, in the past, now maybe this is outdated thinking, but in the past this is when Bill Belichick would scheme his way to a win. Uh, maybe the Patriots simply aren't that good. With this line inflated to four and a half, and I didn't play it, I thought it was trending to five, uh, but I ended up taking four with the Patriots, and uh, I, I think the Patriots are going to win this game outright. I'm going to bank on Belichick one more time with his back to the wall here, 0-3 at home. I love it. Plus, the Cowboys have been pretty turnover-dependent this season in these uh, in these wins. Yeah. You know, uh, Just don't throw at Trayvon Diggs. I think you'll be all right. Uh, let me take you to college football, Matt. Uh, I actually have a play on Friday night. I'm going with Syracuse plus the points against Clemson. Um, Clemson against four FBS opponents this year is averaging only 14 points per game. So why are they 14-point favorites over anybody? It's four years ago, almost to the date, Matt, that Syracuse upset Clemson in the Dome. And uh, uh, that was on a Friday night as well. They'll be looking to do the same. Now, I'm not going to go as far as saying uh, bet them outright at plus 425, but... I do like the way that their offense is running the football. It's not just running back Sean Tucker, but ever since they made the switch to Garrett Schrader at quarterback, they are averaging 30.3 points per game. He has rushed for six touchdowns and almost 400 yards. So I'm going with Cuse to keep it close. You know, I don't blame you there. I got a small bet on Syracuse plus 14. You know what's interesting about this, too, is when the Westgate Superbook put up these lines, uh, game of the year lines in June, Clemson was a 30-and-a-half-point favorite. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's unbelievable. Well, it just goes to show you, just this is a, just is not the Clemson team that everyone thought they were going to see this season. It's, no, it's, the offense just isn't there. Yeah, the terrible. Right. So people are going to lose their jobs here uh, in this offseason, I can tell you that much. Uh, let, let's talk about your uh, college football card. Give me a play that you have either for uh, Friday or Saturday. All right, I played uh, Utah, picked them over um, Arizona State. I think maybe, oddly enough, the best thing to happen to the Utes might have been the benching of uh, Charlie Brewer, the mm. uh, Baylor transfer quarterback. I and a lot of people thought he was going to elevate that offense to the next level this season because Utah's biggest problem last year was poor quarterback play. But he stunk. He got demoted during his September 18th loss at San Diego State. Uh, Kyle Whittingham went to the Texas transfer, Cameron Rising. And uh, I think it, it looks like a new team to me so with rising a quarterback to play with a lot more energy. He lit up the USC defense Saturday, threw for 306 and three touchdowns. That was a blowout win. Utah, Utah led that game 35-10 after three quarters. That was by far the best performance of the season. I think Arizona State's a little bit overvalued in the betting market. Uh, they played, got five double-digit wins, but really have only played one good defensive team and lost that matchup at BYU. Uh, now, Stanford's Tanner McKee threw for 356 yards last week against Arizona State. The Cardinal offense crossed midfield 10 times mm-hmm. for a total of 10 points. I think Arizona Arizona State's rating is a little bit too high here. 
Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bank on the better coach Kyle Whittingham and uh, this move at quarterback to Cameron Rising being something that lifts uh, Utah to win. By the way, when these teams played in Salt Lake City a couple of years ago, Utah won that game 21 to three. So I like Utah in that Pac-12 game. Yeah, I like them as well. Uh, you have an underdog here that you like on the board? I've got underdogs I like on the board every week, man. I'm gonna go with uh, Kansas State plus six and a half against Iowa State. That. Okay. K-State against Iowa State. The Cyclones had really high hopes this season, obviously. And uh, those have been shot to hell with those losses to uh, Iowa and Baylor. But to to me, the difference in K-State's all about the quarterback, Skyler Thompson, since he came back. uh, K-State's much more dangerous offensive team. By the way, Chris Kleiman, the K-State coach, 7-2 against the spread as a home dog since he's been in Manhattan. Uh, But I I love K-State's. Uh, potential to win this game straight up with Skylar Thompson, a quarterback. You watch him against Oklahoma a couple weeks ago. He's a dual threat. He can do it all. Uh, so I think that's a live dog talking about the K-State Wildcats plus six and a half. Uh, I, w- I want your opinion on a game that I'm, I'm, I am I'm just locked in real quick, and I'm going to go with Florida over LSU, and I don't normally take a double-digit mm-hmm. favorite like this, but the more I talk to somebody who's kind of close to that situation down there in Baton Rouge, and he said that it's gone from bad to worse, and the players are one foot out the door. I mean, you saw what happened now, that uh-huh. they have all these players that are injured that are just not coming back. They lose they lose three key starters on defense in Stingley and Eli Ricks and Ali Gay, and their best producer on offense, Kayshawn Boutte, nine touchdowns this season. The wide receiver, he is now done for the season. Uh, it's an 11 a.m. kickoff. There's probably going to be less than 50,000 fans in that stadium. Uh, I think that this season is just gone for LSU, so I'm going to ride with Florida. What's your opinion on that real quick? I don't disagree, man. I think you're reading my notes here because I was writing up something on this game earlier today. So Boutte and Stingley are the best players on the team. They're done. And I actually wrote on here, Scott, it's going from bad to worse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Matt, that's great. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I look forward to our chats all the time, buddy. And I'll talk to you soon, man. Okay, you bet. Thanks, there he is. Matt Humans, host of The Edge, Monday through Friday, 1 to 2 o'clock Eastern Time here on VEASAN. Also, Point Spread Weekly, VEASAN.com. You want to make sure you read all of his stuff there. Yep, that's going to be a play for me. I'm going to add that to the VEASAN.com article as well. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Continue to take a look ahead at what's coming out of college football and the NFL here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. First bet wants to get you ready for the Breeders' Cup with a chance to win a $1,000 in free bets. Go to vcin.com slash horses to enter for your chance to win. The grand prize winner will have $1,000 deposited into their account before Friday, November 5th, just in time for the Breeders' Cup. There are plenty of runner-up prizes as well, so sign up today at vcin.com slash horses. Terms and conditions apply. Go to vcin.com slash horses for more information. Scott Seidenberg here with you, the look ahead on vcin, the sports betting network. Follow along on Twitter at Scott's on air. Send me your tweets. I'll gladly read them. Uh, a couple of people had tweeted in already, including uh, one uh, when we talked about the round robins that we got into with Adam Burke on yesterday's show, one of our listeners had asked if we wanted to put together a round robin for this weekend. And if we're going to do that, it has to be underdog money lines. Because as I explained with Adam, when you bet a round robin, it's similar to a parlay, but it's not like a parlay because you're actually risking more money because you are betting multiple parlays. Now, the benefit that you get is that you don't have to be perfect on your bets. You can lose one or lose two and still make a profit. So if you take a four-team parlay and you risk one unit to win whatever it is, plus 1,500, plus 2,000, whatever it is, yes, the risk is little, the reward is great, but you have to go 4 and 0. If you bet around Robin and you go 3 and 1 or 2 and 2, you can still turn a profit. The only thing that I have to remind people is that when you do a round robin like that, you're actually betting multiple versions of a parlay. So you you could bet four, you know, two team parlays. You can bet uh, a bunch of three team parlays. You can bet one of the four team parlays. So you're risking money for every parlay that you're betting. 
the benefit would just come in is that if you go three and one, as opposed to, you know, you can win without going four and oh. So if we were to take a look, and what I would do is I would look at the underdogs, obviously, that uh, Matt Humans likes, because he always likes taking points. Underdogs that I like taking points as well. Uh, the Utah game that he had mentioned is a very small spread there. Um, and he likes Kansas State to win this one outright. So let's go ahead and let's take a look at some of the odds here for these college football games uh, in terms of the underdogs, right? So we'll start, we'll go at the bottom, and we'll go to that Utah game that he had mentioned. The Utah game is an even spread, I believe. So let's see what it comes down to if we add that in there. Uh, The first one, um, let's see. I'm not going to do Kentucky to do uh, money line because I don't think they win. You know, I just think that they'll cover the the spread in that one. But in terms of the uh, games that, Humans likes the underdogs they like. Kansas State is plus 205 on the money line. They are six and a half point dogs plus 205 on the money line. Utah is minus 105 on the money line. And if we look at, uh, let's see, we want short dogs here that can cover mm, Boston College plus three against North Carolina State. They are plus 130. And uh, we'll look for another small one here. Another small one could be, you could take Fresno State. Wyoming is plus three and a half against Fresno State. You have um, BYU plus six and a half at Baylor. BYU coming off a loss. Maybe it's a bounce back spot for them. Vatek plus five against Pitt, but I don't like that because I like betting on Pittsburgh there. Miami plus seven and a half at North Carolina. North Carolina has just been, man, what a disaster this season has turned out to be for uh, that team. Uh, You have Auburn plus five and a half at Arkansas. Could be a bounce back spot for them. Oklahoma State plus four against Texas, although I really like Texas in that spot. Indiana plus four and a half dogs at home against Michigan State. Could that be an upset spot for them? Uh, in there, or how about the game Friday night that I talked about that could have upset potential, which is San Jose State plus nine and a half against uh, San Diego State. They're at plus two eighty. Let's throw that in there. So Kansas State, Utah, Boston College, and San Jose State four pick parlay right there is plus fifty one oh four. But in terms of the round robins, if you just do you know six versions of the parlays. And you would have to do, you know, you could possibly win. Let's see what the round robin would pay out here. All right. Mm, So it would come out to be a bunch of parlays. It would be less money. You have to understand that. But it's not going to be the plus 5104 if you hit all four. If you hit all four, it's going to be closer to, you know, the plus 3000 range because you're going to lose, you know, because you're doing smaller parlays here. You're doing six different combinations of these different two-team parlays. Now, you can do four different combinations of three picks. You can do all the combinations possible, and if you do all the combinations possible, obviously, you're going to uh, increase your risk, but nothing is going to pay out as much as a straight-up parlay will pay out. So You have to understand that, and you are risking more times your bet. You're actually risking 11 times your bet, which is crazy, to lay out that much, but again, you have the benefit of more opportunities to turn a profit. 
as long as you don't go zero and four, you're going to be pretty good here. On on, uh, on or if you go one and three, and your one win is the Utah minus one hundred five, probably not going to do you well. But as long as you hit, let's say you hit Kansas State plus two hundred five and San Jose State plus two eighty, and you lose the other two, you're still going to turn a profit. So. It's an interesting way to look. Uh, those would be the ones that I would kind of maybe throw in there. Maybe not the BC one. I didn't really dive into that game as much. I'm just a big BC fan because they've won me money. So maybe the three teams would be Kansas State, San Jose State on Friday, and Utah. Uh, Kansas State and Utah, two picks from Matt Eumanns. San Jose State is a game that both Adam Burke and I like, plus the nine and a half. And maybe they do pull the upset on a Friday night Thanksgiving, uh, not Thanksgiving, uh, homecoming game. At home. I don't know why I'm thinking about Thanksgiving, but a Friday night homecoming game for San Jose State and uh, their opportunity to pull off an upset against San Diego State. Um, on As far as Nick Starkle is concerned, I love the quote from head coach uh, uh, Brett Brennan, who said this isn't the NFL, so he doesn't have to disclose whether or not Starkle is probable, questionable, or doubtful for this game. Um, he hasn't had a great season, but still, if he comes back, I, I like him um, to lead the team uh, more so than their current situation right now. Uh, so that could be a play as far as the games on Friday night are concerned. Um, there's three, four games here on Friday night. Clemson, Syracuse, that spread has gone down. Clemson is now 13 and a half point favorites. Marshall is an 11 point favorite at North Texas. San Diego State laying nine and a half to San Jose State, and Oregon is a thirteen and a half point favorite against Cal. So Oregon laying thirteen and a half against Cal. Are the Ducks on upset alert? I don't think so. At home against Cal. Cal is one and four on the year. Cal is only averaging. Oh, they're scoring. I guess twenty four point two points per game. But this is an Oregon team averaging almost thirty six points per game and defensively allowing just 21.8 points per game. Oregon should handle their business on a Friday night at home, nationally televised game. You're number nine in the country, and you still have an opportunity. Even with your loss, you're still in the hunt here. Win out, win the Pac-12, and give the committee something to think about. You know, there is a chance that... Uh, some craziness happens in terms of the teams ahead of you for the college football playoff. And if there's a bunch of two-loss teams and you're sitting here at only one loss, winning the Pac-12, okay, you lost the game to Stanford. Now you had a week off. Now you pick yourself up off the deck and you reset your schedule. Come out. Beat Cal, beat UCLA, beat Oregon. I mean, beat Colorado, excuse me, beat Washington, Washington State, Utah, and Oregon State at the end of the year, and then win the Pac-12 title against either Arizona State or maybe a rematch with Utah, and then sit here and give the committee something to think about. So I think Oregon, coming off the bye week, having to kind of you know reassess their team after the loss to Stanford, understanding that the season is still ahead of them. I think they come out here against Cal and they roll and they absolutely roll. So they're 13 and a half point favorites. I think they're comfortable there. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow along on Twitter at Scott's on air, S C O T T S O N A I R. That's a look at your Friday games 
on the college football schedule. Coming up next, we'll take a look at the Major League Baseball postseason. Dodgers advance to the NLCS, where they will take on the Atlanta Braves. What's your betting strategy for that series? I'll give it to you coming up next. This is The Look Ahead with me, Scott Seidenberg, here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.